Welcome to the Picks from the Yard podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Salvatore. Just a humble caddy trying to scratch out winners every week for you guys. Along with my friends, family, even acquaintances are welcome as long as they provide winners. Now that they've gotten legalized gambling here in Jersey, we're going to provide you with the hot selections every week. Yard Week One NFL Edition. We've we've survived the summer and gotten to the promised land. The best part about the summer ending: football is finally here. We're ready to send out some winners for you guys. Let's do it. I'd like to introduce my guests to my left. My brother Richard, the Math Whisperer, Salvatore. I'm happy to be here. I'm psyched for football, but I gotta say. Uh, that Met game last night, oh. I'm still recovering. Uh, unbelievable. Not, unbelievable. I yeah. cannot believe the Mets. I woke up in a foul mood. I am so fired up. I, I, I waste, I'm glad, Football's here, so I never got to deal with it anymore. Right, that's right. Yeah, we move on, but it was just a horrible loss. Horrible, horrible loss. Shifting all my attention to the Jets because they good, never good. disappoint. Bill Willie Lesko returning in his Minnesota Vikings purple. Ready, ready to make some make some money. Ready to make some money. Ready for week one, clean slate, and I can forget about last year's Super Bowl. And Jim Dodge, comedian extraordinaire, number one Eagles fan. Good to be here. Uh, my back hurts a little bit from carrying you guys last week, but um, we're going to bounce back. I feel good. I'm a team player. I just pointed that out just for just to make you know. If anybody yeah. knows, well, I was going to say, how, when, when has it ever been said? Jim Dodge saved the day with his college football pick. Never, thank you. Never in the history of mankind. We have and maybe stats never, yeah. to prove how terrible he is. How did that happen? And Dodge had the only winner last week as we went and one was in and three. Easy I th- one too. I, I think a bookie might have said that once though. It was on the. If you watch, it was on bad beats. The bad beats. Oregon was a bad beat, but provided us with our only winner on Auburn. Vanderbilt almost almost covered for me. They didn't quite get there. Uh, how did Nebraska do, Willie? They didn't even they didn't even score enough points to cover. <laughs> they, sc- they were favored by thirty six and a half, and they scored less than thirty six yeah. points. And uh, Richards Pittsburgh looked good. They were they were winning at the half. I loved it, and I didn't I didn't catch I didn't watch the end of the game. Yeah, but they were it, winning at the half. They kind of fell apart in the in the second half. And I just want to bring up that that uh, you know I was following the Rutgers game. And I realized, you know, betting of futures on Rutgers, I am now a Rutgers fan for the entire year. Oh, and I didn't yeah. realize what I was in for. Enjoy that. They're, they were down 21-7 to in the first quarter as a big <laughs> favorite. I'm like, are you kidding me? And uh, I'm, I'm in for – I think in the past I would have said you couldn't pay me $50 to root for Rutgers. And now I'm, I'm – best case scenario, that's what's going to happen. You're locked in for – I actually wore my Rutgers hat today. It's one of the few times of the year I can uh, – I can, I can, this week I can sport it around town. How long have you had that Rutgers hat? There's uh, the, sweat lines in it from what, the 70s or 80s? <laughs> there's a lot of sweat. There's some tears. It's been thrown around. It's been thrown against my television set too many times to count. But we are 1-0 and Richard's – one game we, closer to one his game. Three cl- wins. That's right, exactly. And now three we have wins. we have a we're a big dog this week. So if we win, it's a bonus. If not, you know, on, on to the next one. But uh, we, we got through the first. saying we uh, after the first blowout. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Clegg's corner did not come in for us this week. Went one and three. A minor setback. We're still up though. Still up. Still playing with house money. Yeah, I feel good about it. What? what there's going to be no Clegg's corner. Apparently, these guys are going to need a rest. After. I feel like the season just started, but it's an international break. So. 
We'll also get an international break from uh, Will Clegg's corner this week as he tweaks his system. Expect some winners next week. Breaking news this morning was Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott finally signed. They finally paid him. I told you this last week, Jerry would cave. Like, An unshocking development. Listen, if you if I played poker with Jerry Jones, you could just push him off every hand. He's What's he going to do? He I, had to give him the wait? money. What's the point of doing all this? I'll, I don't know I'll tell what... you what's, who's happy about it is Zeke because he didn't have to go to training camp the entire time. Now, here's the thing. I, I haven't. It just happened, but... Uh, is he going to set out the first game, or just they're going to throw him into the wolves? The, what I read last night is he's he said he's ready to play, that he's been working out on his in own. Cabo. He was in Cabo. What he, he was practicing right shots. His agent claims. I think. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I kind of like the Giants this week. We'll get into that later, but uh, I like this because I think people now want to bet the Cowboys, and maybe the line will move a little bit. His, his extensive training in Cabo has really prepped him yeah. for for the for the big week he's one. Been doing happy hours all week. Now he's ready to. Get hit by NFL players. I hope they throw him in. I would imagine they're gonna they're gonna put him in. I mean, I think they'll like, put him in. Yeah, there's no. He's gonna yeah. get a few days of practice and go out there and get him. But he got ninety million bucks. I guess he got what he, he he's happy now. Jerry blinks again. Here we go. It's just ridiculous. They make a, it's like making a story up for no reason. You know, you know he's gonna get paid. It's just just do it. What's the holdout? What was the I know, point of it? I know. What are you doing? And now they have to uh, now they have to pay their quarterback down the line. But we'll see. We'll see when that happens. And Melvin Gordon, I guess, is out too now. Is that the char- he doesn't look like he's coming back? And the ninety million to Zeke's not going to help uh, the Chargers cause in that one. So yeah, that's true. I, I they were shopping him for a while. Now they're not. I think I don't know, but um, I know Rivers took a shot at him in the preseason, like basically saying, "Who you know?" One of those kind of comments, like we can plug in anybody and it doesn't matter. So we'll yeah, that, see how these that guys, plays out. These guys love these guys. Get so it's like kindergarten. They get, what did he say about me? Like yeah, it's so oh childish gosh. when you say the slightest thing. Their 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 egos are They're very, very sensitive. Very sensitive guys. These sensitive athletes. And the, the one of the stories, Houston, uh, they traded Clowney to Seattle, and they didn't get a lot in return. And then they traded a, a you know a bunch of top draft picks to get that uh, lineman from uh, Miami. And it seems like they I don't know they I don't think they but did a good they job. Had, there. They, I think they had to trade Clowney to clear the space. In order right. to get Tunsil, right? That right. is that is the biggest win win now move in the coaches. I mean, he's brilliant because the draft picks. What does he care if he doesn't win now? He's not going to be able to spend those draft picks if they don't produce. So they got a big left tackle to protect the franchise quarterback, and they got a good receiver with uh, to go with Hopkins. So it's like if it doesn't work that, out, he's out of there anyway. Yeah, what do I? Yeah, just scorched earth. I don't care first round picks, but um, I think that that makes them the favorite in that division. I really do. Um, the moves they made for now, but. You gave up two first round, two second rounders, I believe. It's, I that's think so. They basically mortgaged the future for, really for, for the present. And I think they could have gotten more for Clowney, but I think they just, like Willie said, they had to do it. And I think the other teams knew it, so they kind of got stuck. And they're paying half of Clowney's salary, which is like unbelievable. And they're a team operating without a general manager. And I think they got the coach taken is the advantage. GM. He's well, that, doing yeah, it all for him. Thing. Yeah, he's, he, he, he's pushing right. all no, in this he, year. I've worked in a number number of restaurants without a GM, and let me tell you something. (laughs) It's not the smoothest operation, if I can put it in my own terms here. So we're gonna we're gonna try to we're gonna try to continue our winning tradition of last year as we went 67, 41, and 3. 62% is very it's gonna be tough tough to top that. 
It's very impressive. I hate to pat ourselves on the back, but... I will pat ourselves on the back because it all may hit the fan later. So last year, find another cider. You know, 62% is incredible, actually. I More incredible is my side action, which man- I managed to lose lose quite a bit of money last yeah. year. With, with How that. did you lose money with a 62% win 26 games over 500, and I ended up in the red. I'm not sure what, what How happened. How is that? You, you were over 60% on the show. You won a pool, another pool you came in second, you picked winners throughout, and you still managed to lose money. Listen, what no, is that? I thought, I, that I, thought I had house money. I was going to turn it into some real, make it a real score, so I like to reinvest it, as I call it. I'll tell you how you did it. Four o'clock games with alcohol. That's how it happens. <laughs> That's right. He's invincible. And, You're feeling really good going to that four o'clock, and then uh, the wheels fall off the wagon. A parlay or two. You know, when you go three and one on those four team parlays, I don't think you get anything back. And then I, and there might be some secret little uh, additional parlays we don't really share with the public. Their success is about as, uh, as as high as our success rate here on the underdog parlay. I almost covered on Vanderbilt last week, so I'm going to throw a college game in here. I'm feeling I felt pretty good about about my my pick last week, and I, we got to see some games last week, so we we kind of know what's going on here a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and take Texas getting six at home against LSU. It's a marquee game this week, and I love this coach. the The coach of Texas, Tom Herman, was a covering machine as an underdog at Houston. So I'm going to go ahead and take them getting six at home on Saturday. All right, for my first pick, I'm also going to pick a college game. I'm going to take Army plus 22 points against Michigan. You got Whoa. a couple of yeah, I got some numbers here. I'm going to I'm going to give you guys some numbers. Analytics. Analytics. Since 2015, Michigan has been favored by 20 or more points in 18 games. They've won 17 of those games, but against the spread they're 6 and 12. So Harbaugh wins these games but doesn't cover. And Army, in their last four games, being a dog by 20 or more, are 3-1, and one, including covers two years ago against Ohio State. And last year, they took Oklahoma to overtime. They're good as a big dog, and Michigan doesn't like to cover. So I say take Army in the points. Wow, a lot of homework there, Richard. Good yeah. job. Yeah, I did homework on Army last week, and that cost me a few bucks. They're not good <laughs> as a favorite, though. They're not. They're better as a dog. Uh, for my my first pick, I'm going to take my Vikings. Uh, Vikings against Atlanta. No, no soccer to you. Oh, really? Yeah. A homer pick from Willie taking Minnesota? They do uh, well. Now I know the season's underway. It makes me happy. But, uh, a big the, smile on my face. I think the Vikings, uh, I like actually kind of like Atlanta, but they still have defensive backfield problems. Uh, Vikings have two great receivers, and they have Dalvin Cook that uh, hopefully will stay healthy all year or even all game. And uh, four points at home, I think, it's a, I think it's a decent bet. All right, I'm going to follow. Unlike Richard, I don't really use numbers. I don't really research. I'm more of a... a gut kind of guy gut gambler, right? just like yeah. uh, let's go i'm going home or the philadelphia eagles everybody nine and a half don't that be scared a lot of points. don't be scared by the oh it's in the division do not worry that crowd is going to be jacked up on tasty cakes and yinglings they're going to be going crazy we are stacked this year eagles easy one uh, laugher everybody's ca- i know the redskins are gonna 24 to 3 stink. 35 to 13 nine and a half is a ton of points redskins don't have their game. their stud uh tackle in there case keenum is he putting the fear into anybody answer no nine and a half the birds the, that, the redskins field- they're gonna be tar- the redskins are gonna be terrible i think nine and a half is a lot that's a lot of points this is gonna be the one where everyone gets knocked out of their uh, survivor pool in the first week well that could happen i don't like that, that. Does happen. that's, that's very mean that's happen. a cheap <laughs> shot listen just enjoy your cheesesteak or your hoogie as they say in in philly and watch the win
Let's just continue the homer train here. You know I got to do it. I, 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 I hate to say it this early in the season as it has not yet begun, but I think this is a must win for the Jets. They're laying three. They're playing Buffalo. This is it's, they got to win these division games against what I think they're, they're on paper they're evenly matched, but the Jets at home have to take down Buffalo Sunday. Let's just jump right in. I think the Jets are going to have a pretty good season and Jets minus three. All right, I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers. Uh, they're home. They're a home dog. They're playing the Rams. And I think you have a situation here where the, the, the public money is going to be on the Rams. The Rams are only favored by two and a half, but the sharp money's on Carolina. The spread moved, too. It was three, and it went down to two and a half. And there, I have one statistic here. Super Bowl losers in their first game the next season against the spread are 2-12-2 and two in the last 16 years. So you, you get a little bit of a hangover effect. I also think... The, maybe the Rams were f- figured out a little bit by Belichick, and I can imagine Carolina looking at that film. They put a lot of pressure on that quarterback, and, and he was a, a bit exposed. And I think Carolina's defense could do the same kind of job. So I say take ha- Carolina as a home dog plus two and a half. Yeah, this guy's done a lot of homework. Man, he's making I, us look like How does he have time for students when he's doing all this? For wagering? The three of I don't know how much money falling on the Rams if they watched the uh, Super Bowl last year. But uh, for my second pick, I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens. Um, they're playing Miami. Uh, who Miami could potentially tank this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I, seven. The Ravens don't score a lot of points. Seven seems, you know, is always a, a big number. But yeah, Miami definitely. They traded away their. They traded away your best offensive lineman, and, and you're playing the Ravens defense. No concern so right about there. a little Fitz Magic. Didn't he start out hot yeah, last Fitz year? Magic. Well, I, I always like Fitz Magic, but he has a tendency. There, there's a shot that the Ravens defense outscores the Miami offense. Possible <laughs> pick situation. I've seen this guy throw a few. All right, for my second pick, this one pains me a little bit because I don't like to kick a gambler when he's down, but our uh, baseball guru, Rick Collins, is a huge Tennessee Titans fan. Oh, okay? yeah, he, and the guru's done pretty— I, I Yeah, the guy to- who said Edwin Diaz is the best closer in Major League Baseball. <laughs> Thanks. Direct quote. Um, and his futures haven't done— what He said under Texas Rangers, yeah. under San Francisco Giants. No, it's just absolutely wrong. Like I said, I don't want to kick a person when he's down, but it, it does feel kind of good. Um, I do like his Titans, though. Uh, I know Rick's a loyal listener. Titans plus five and a half um, against the Browns. Yes. The, the Titans last year, as much as I, I just want them to lose every week, um, they beat the Eagles. They beat the Patriots. I feel like I mean, they were they are, in or they covered a bunch. They were they in almost cover. every The game. Browns, you know, everyone's hyped on the Browns, and they, they very well uh, may win the game outright, but five and a half is a lot, and uh, that's why I think they're – I would they love could to win get outright. a little air know. out of the sales of these Browns backers right off the bat. I mean, it, would be, it would be awesome if they lost. People would go – I just want to watch the post-game press conference. That's yeah, let the let the finger pointing begin if they manage to lose this game. It's going to be an interesting watch this season. I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals, the team that everybody everybody you talk to is playing Cincinnati. They're, when they talk about their own team, well, we got Cincinnati, so that's one win, as if Cincinnati is going to go 0-16. Now, I don't think they can pull off the upset going into Seattle, but they're getting 8.5. 
They got a new coach. I think it's a ton of points, and I love these big dogs week one. Take the Bengals, take the points. I agree. I don't think uh, Seattle has anyone to throw to, really. They're not good with a lot of points. That's what I'm saying. I totally agree with your assessment. I rarely I rarely do, but in this, this case, I do. They're going to win. I think they're a great um, knockout pool pick, but not for that amount of points. Yeah, they're better as a, I feel like they're better as a dog or a small favorite. They're not, they're not good as a big favorite, and I, I, I agree. I think, I think they'll win the game. But I could definitely see Cincinnati covering. And I also think this is a, a case where everyone is going to be on Seattle. Who in their right mind would, would take Cincinnati? And I think in cases like that, you got to look to take the, the team that nobody's taking. For my third pick, I'm going to take the New York Giants. Uh, I, I think with the Giants, as we've been talking about, it's, it's kind of addition by subtraction. I think getting rid of Beckham is going to be a plus for the team. I also think that... You know, Eli is going to have a good year having that rookie kind of over his shoulder. And it's not really a, a QB a competition yet, but I do think Eli is going to have a good year. And, and I can't, you know, I know you don't put a lot of uh, uh, credit into exhibition games, but they looked good. They won all three of their exhibition games, and the, the offense looks crisp. I, I think they're going to have a good year. So I say take them. And, seven, and I like the fact that Zeke's coming back because I think if anything, that the public will be all over the Cowboys. And it might even go, I would wait on this. I would see if it goes up to seven and a half because I think people now bet the Cowboys with that news. Love all those points in a division game. I think the Giants will be a little better than people expect. They got a little chip on their shoulder. And it is nice to get that extra half a point when you go from seven to seven and a half. That's Absolutely. A big, that's a big move. Uh, for my third pick, I'm going to take Denver. Um, last game Monday night, chance to make all your money back in case you had a tough one. Flacco, Dodgy, your boy, University of go Delaware. Big blue hen. Uh, I think Denver's going to be better than uh, better than people think. Uh, it's a tough division with Kansas City and San Diego. They're a better team than the Raiders. It's at you know it's at Oakland for the last year there. The Raiders could be the team a fade team all year. I'm interested to see what they have to the offer. Defense, uh, Denver's defensive line is great too to put yeah. pressure on Carr and uh, that they have a weak offensive line. I mean, if you watch Hard Knocks, you think the Raiders are going to go 16 and 0, but um, <laughs> that's, that's magic of television. Exactly, a lot of editing. But uh, yeah, the Fangio with that defensive line should be uh, pretty interesting. I love the late Monday night pick. We get all our money back, or you can just reinvest all of your winnings. I think that's more likely the case. All right, my last pick, uh, and I think there's going to be some dissension on this one. I like the L.A. Chargers minus six and a half against the Colts. <clears throat> I think that uh, luck, that's a big body blow. Everyone's still, they're still so morose about it. And Rivers is a great quarterback. He adheres to a no cursing rule like we do here on Picks from the Yard. I like that about <laughs> him. They are stacked up front on the defensive line. They can put pressure on Brissett. Watch out for the and, fallen uh, hero so, um, theory, buddy. So I'm going with gonna it. he's going to rally this I know. Makes I, me very, I hate to argue against your picks, Dodge. We like to be in agreement here, but this I, I take this as an avoid game personally because I think the Indies, the rest of the team is going to be out. I to think prove they folded something. the tents already. They, they could. It'll be interesting. I could be dead wrong on this, and I, I'll, you know, the Colts could roll, but I don't think so. I like the experience of the Chargers. It makes me a little nervous, especially the fact that it's minus six and a half. They're like begging you because you look at that number, you're like, oh, they're going to win by a touchdown. I'm going to take the minus six and a half. So it makes me a little bit nervous. And the tradition continues. We, I think we ended up on a break even last year on our underdog money line parlay. Let's get a win right off the bat here. So we'll be playing with house money the rest of the season. We like to take three underdogs and bundle them together on the money line. It's usually a juicy payout. This week, we're going to go with uh, the University of Texas on Saturday. 
And I'm going to throw in Dodgers pick of Tennessee to upset Cleveland. And then Richard, I, I like all the homework. I mean, I, I got to gotta respect that. We're going to throw Carolina in there. How many sheets of paper does he have over there? A lot of notes. A lot, I mean, a I, lot of notes. I didn't even bring a pencil. I have something written on my hand. That's all, <laughs> all I have for this week. I do, I do, I do my work. I do homework, and you know, sometimes it amounts to nothing. But you know, you got it. I'm a big believer in that. I think there's a lot of information out there, and uh, I, I like, the, you know, I like making, trying to make an informed decision. We'll see. That's part of the fun of betting on something like rather than at, at the casino where you're playing craps or you know blackjack or whatever. Here, I feel like. You know, with this and horse racing, you can do some work, and you might be completely wrong. But you know, yeah. you, you, better you, better lucky than smart is the is the really the way to go. Well, he's the only undefeated uh, picker at the uh, in the podcast, and this will be the only time I can say that. Uh, I think you should do a little bit of homework, but also rely more on your feel. The feel like the Philadelphia Eagles people oh minus God. nine Stop. and a half. We're, we're, we're digressing here. Thirty-five to fourteen. The money long money line underdog parlay. We have Carolina, Tennessee, and Texas, and that's going to pay a juicy seventeen and a half to one. Get involved. No Will Clegg this week. Soccer is on an international break. So Clegg's Corner, for your fans out there, will be returning next week with some winners. There is a big uh, local. USA is playing Mexico Friday night at MetLife Stadium. So that should be pretty. Uh, that should get a good turnout for that game. They should get a good turnout. That'll be, yeah, that would be a great uh, event to attend, I would imagine. Very, very exciting, these international uh, uh, matches. Uh, and I think Will is going to be fast at work sharpening his... Uh, his 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 insight and and working on picks for the following week. He's he's a, he's playing with house money. He's feeling kind of confident, and I I say he's going to come back with a bang next week. I expect at least three pages of homework notes that Richard brought this week. You guys are both Ivy Leaguers. You like to do do all that paperwork. Quick recap of our picks. I'm rolling with Texas on Saturday plus six, taking my Jets minus three and Cincinnati plus eight and a half. Richard's taking Army on Saturday, plus 22, Carolina, plus 2.5, and and the New York Giants, plus 7. Willie is going with Minnesota, minus 4, Baltimore, minus 7, and Denver as a pick'em. Jim Dodge going with his Eagles, minus 9.5, Tennessee, plus 5.5, and and the L.A. Chargers, minus 6.5. The money line underdog parlay. We mentioned we broke even last year. I didn't mention the record was one and twelve. I believe the one win was all you need is one. Late, late. It was late. It might have been the last week of the season, we but that's all you need. We out you to break one. even. Hopefully, we'll start right out of the gate and get one under our belts and just play with that house money all season long. As this will pay seventeen and a half to one. I believe there's seventeen weeks in the season. This should carry us straight on through. Take Carolina, Tennessee and Texas. We plugged all our picks in, which we didn't hit last year. We like to do this every week because you never know. The 12-team parlay, if all of our picks come in, with this is with the point spreads, pays a juicy 2300 to 1 on DraftKings. I love it. I, you know, the, the money... The money line underdog parlay needs to win once a year. I believe that parlay needs to win what, what like once a decade, yeah. maybe once every twenty. You know, before we're done here, we'll hit one of those. One buck, twenty three hundred dollars. I mean, you got to throw something on this, people. What do they say? A dollar and a dream. That's all you need. All right, we got anything we want to plug this week? 
I'm going to plug uh, profootballtalk.com. It's it's part of NBC Sports. You can either go right to profootballtalk.com or NBC Sports and find it there. But it's basically news articles and rumors and injuries and transactions. And they're short little articles. You can just go down the line. It's great if you if you miss a couple of days, you can kind of just look at what's happened the last few days. And it's a good kind of catch-all for all things going on in, in the NFL. I don't have so much of a plug, but week two, I'm going to be on my own international break. Where are you going, Will? I'm going to be in Prague. So if anyone knows a good sports book in Prague that might be open late so I can watch some NFL, I'd appreciate the help. I don't even know what the time differential is there. You you, you, you have to make sure you get all that down pat before you you leave town. I'll have Richard research it for me. I don't think you're drafting... App will be working over there, but I'm sure you'll find I some. I think they gamble over there in Europe. I think gambling is probably legal. I would believe it's legal there. There's a there's a shop on every corner. I'm gonna plug uh, in Hoboken a comedy show at the Green Rock, eight o'clock on Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, eight o'clock at the Green Rock. I'm gonna go ahead and plug a, a Friday at the Ale House in Hoboken on 12th and Willow. They're having Yappy Hour. It is a, an event. They're raising money, <laughs> donations for the Liberty Humane Society. It's happy hour with dogs, people. That's a very clever yappy hour. I, I, I like the bringing, smell of wet dog with my Bud Light. I really do. You can come and meet Winnie. She'll be a, <laughs> she'll be my guest for the evening. The dogs will be socializing. We can talk some football, have some drinks. It's for a great cause. This Friday after work, come on by. You don't even need a dog. You can just come and come and pet some some other people's dogs. Quick thanks to my guests this week, my brother Richard Math Whisperer Salvatore. Here we go. This is this, this week one. I love it. Thank you for having me, Bill Bon Vivant Lesko. As he will be Bon Vivanting in Europe, we'll see. We'll have him back in a few weeks. Be bouncing around, but I'll be back. Jim, the comedian Dodge. Listen, everyone enjoy opening week. It is the best Sunday of the year. It definitely is all the optimism. Go out there, support your local bar. Just sit home like a loser and watch Red Zone. I might do that. These Eagle fans are so, I mean, he's I got he's had a smirk on the whole entire podcast I here. cannot wait. They're so far. I can't wait till, till your boy gets injured, buddy. <laughs> the panic will set in quickly like to thank Van Voorst Films as well for doing a great job making us sound good every week as we, we occasionally we're we're a little this, this week in particular it's 10 a.m. and very early for this crew if you know any of us so I'm sure they're going to make it sound great they do a great Will and Frank do a great job and they make us sound much better than we we we, we actually sound I would say and it's here we are, it's upon us. We're going to make a lot of money. We had a great season last year. I think we can do better this year. Just tune in. Get the word out to your friends and family. Tell them to listen and subscribe and get involved. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. We're on Apple, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe at our website, picksfromtheyard.com. Visit the website for all of our archived and bonus episodes and more content. For comments, criticisms, and challenges to Wayne, email us at pftypod at gmail.com, and we'll be sure to get back to you. Join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at pftypod on social media. Remember, gambling on sports is entertainment. Please don't overdo it. If you or someone you know is in over their head, call 800-GAMBLER for help. The Picks from the Yard podcast is produced by Van Voorst Films in Hoboken, New Jersey. Our music is Anticipation by the Gefkins. Check them out on Spotify. We'll be back next week. 
get involved. Yeah.